Good morning, everybody. Dr. Rick Wallace dropping in on you. Hope everybody is having a great start to their week. I hope that you're having an unbelievable start to your morning. Uh, look, I'm not going to be long on this morning's uh, motivational moment and uh, inspirational moment, whatever you find it to be for you. Uh, but I will be real quick in reminding you that um, there are some programs that we are offering through the Visionetics Institute uh, that can be beneficial to helping you get your your dream, your vision, your situation started, or just helping you put, put yourself in a situation to uh, supplement some things you are doing uh, as far as uh, streams of income. That's going to be in there. Also, even though it's not in the description box, I'll probably come back and add it after the video, uh, but don't forget. This month, we launched uh, a three-year project that's been in the making, and it is Savage in Six, which basically means savage in six weeks, going from a place that you're not satisfied with to a place of a clear vision, a clear focus, a clear direction, and momentum in six weeks. Uh, it is uh, based off of requests that I, were receiving, that I was receiving from a number of people interested in working with me to create a more concise and in uh, uh, concise and shorter intensified uh, version of some of the things I was doing with long-term work I, that I normally do with my clients, something that I prefer. I believe in building and constructing uh, the life that you want, and that takes time. But this program, it took me a while to figure out how I could be immensely successful at it based on how I like to construct things and I put it together and I'm excited about it. It's not in there, but it's called Savage in Six. Uh, if you want uh, to work with me and you think it will be something you're interested in, the email address is in there. I think I'll come back later and put it in so you can see what's going on. But the e email uh, address is uh, in there. You can email that address and I will respond to it. Anyway, real briefly today. One of the things I see that really concerns me uh, about the masses, the vast majority of people, is the ease at which they give themselves permission to be average and mediocre. And some people are even offended that I don't think average and mediocre is acceptable. See, that comes from a state of mind and a cultural, a little cultural paradigm that has taught people that being average is okay. It starts in school. In school, you can earn a C. And in many instances, most people will be okay with it. Unless you come from a home where excellence is demanded and a C is absolutely unacceptable. I have a friend now who has younger kids. Most of my kids are moving uh, out of the school life, uh, except for one, uh, within a couple of years, but he has a couple of younger kids and, uh, his rule, if it's, if it's not an A, it's an F and people are saying you're being ridiculous, you're being hard. And the thing is when you find, uh, really truly look at it, you'd be surprised at what kids are capable of do when the standard is set and when excuses are not accepted. And the thing is, they are capable. And so they do it. 
So if you set the standard and then they do it, then it's not unfair. It's holding them to a standard. Here's the problem with the whole average thing or the whole C C, uh, equation is while it's acceptable in school, while you can quote unquote successfully complete school with a C average, life in general will not respond kindly to average people in the sense of providing them with the things that they desire. That's going to have to be a level of excellence in the area you're operating in to produce the kind of results that most people want. See, most people want the results of excellence without delivering the effort and the focus and the commitment to excellence in the process that produces the results they're looking for. So they stay in this place where eventually they, um, relegate themselves to a process of mediocrity through just simply default. I'm going to show up and do what everybody else does. I'm going to show up, do just enough not to get fired. I'm going to show up and do just enough where it seems to be okay. I'm going to show up and do just enough where people feel I'm working. And then I'm going to receive the consequences of that. And, And so when you do what everybody else does, you get the results of what everybody else gets. And then you become a part of what's known as average. Now, in order to be above average, you've got to do things that most people aren't doing. You've got to be consistently engaged in things that most people aren't willing to be engaged in. You've got to be willing to make some sacrifices that the actual, the average person isn't willing to make. You've got to sit up and say, man, I really want to go hang out with so-and-so and so and have some fun this weekend, but I need to study. I really want to go do this, but I need to be working on this project. I would really love to spend this going here or doing that, but I really need to invest it in uh, my business. I, I I need to be focused. I need to wake up while everybody else is watching the latest reality show. I'm going to read my second book for the week. I'm going to be focused on expanding my mind. Uh, it, uh, training my creativity and imagination to produce things that the average person isn't even focused on producing. That's how you elevate yourself. That's how you move yourself out of the spectrum of average. When we're not malign average and mediocrity, I'm not, I'm not maligning people. I'm maligning behavior. I'm maligning results because you weren't put here to be average. You weren't put here to fit in. You weren't put here to be what everybody else. You were put here to excel. You were put here to make your imprint on this world. And then society has convinced you because society benefits from your mediocrity. See, somebody who has a vision, who's willing to go out and actually make their vision happen, needs somebody who's thinking from an average C mindset. Why? Because they're going to take that person, plug them into different places in their vision and get the work and the energy and effort that they don't have the time for or the energy for. So they're going to utilize people without the ability to see themselves doing excellent and extraordinary things to achieve their results. And so here's the thing. You have to hold yourself accountable. Stop giving yourself a pass. Stop letting yourself slide. Stop looking and saying, you know what, man, I would really love to be here. But because see, you you said where you where you want to be. There's something inside of you that's telling you that there's something more out there. There's something inside of you that's telling you that there's a level that you can reach. But what has happened? You've given yourself permission not to be there. Well, you know, uh, this has happened in my life or this has happened. And, you know, I would have done it, but 
you know, there are all these buts to the bottom line is there are no buts. An excuse is an excuse. And the truth of the matter is, you know what? The only person that an excuse sounds good to is the person who's giving it. If you were on the other side of people, uh, on the other side where people were hearing your excuses, you wouldn't know exactly what they thought of them. The same way you feel when someone's giving you an excuse about something you expect them to do. So what do you mean? You need to stop making excuses. You need to stop giving yourself a pass. Stop letting yourself slide. Yeah, I'm not saying that you won't wake up every day, look at your life, take a, take an introspective examination of where you are and determine I'm not where I want to be. I do that every day. I wake up every day and I assess where I'm at and say, man, I'm not where I need to be. But there's no, well, man, I'm doing okay. Well, man, you know, ain't many people, uh, you know, have uh, started uh, as many companies you and brought them to profit, profitability. Ain't many people counseling people in multiple countries around the world right now. Ain't many people have sit up. And yes, I'm saying ain't. Ain't many people have sit up and wrote and published 24 books and have other people moving through your publishing company and doing projects. There's a lot of things you're doing. You're doing pretty good, especially with everything going on with the pandemic, everything going on with you. You, you should be OK. You, I mean, you're not where you want to be. You're not where you had set yourself uh, set your goals to be, but you know what? You're doing better than most. Doing better than most is still somewhere hanging around average until you can sit up and say, this is where I want to be. And then for me, it stops even being about whether I'm average or not. It's, am I meeting my potential? So at a certain point, you become so committed to being the best version of yourself that you're no longer competing with anyone else. You're not measuring yourself on whether you're average or above average. You're measuring yourself on whether you are truly fulfilling your potential. Are you reaching um, the potential and actualizing the potential, activating and actualizing the potential that you have? That's the question. Are you doing that? If not, then you reach down and say, there's more to do. Every day I wake up and say, there's more to do. There's more I need to learn. There's more ways that I can focus. There's more things that I can sit up and be. Are there some things that I can sit up and remove from the equation that are bogging me down? Or are there some things that I need to be sharper at? And there's always room for improvement. So at no point am I sitting up resting on my laurels. At no point am I sitting up going, you know what? I'm doing all right. You know, uh, you know, I remember when, you know, you could easily go back and say, man, at least I'm not where I was. No, no. I, it, you know, I'm thankful. I'm not where I was, you know, at the worst stage and worst point of my life. I'm thankful that I'm not there, but I'm not satisfied with where I'm at. It doesn't mean I'm walking around going, oh, war is me, man. This sucks. No, I'm saying, what are you going to do today to change your reality? What are you going to do today? to be better than you were yesterday. That's my goal every day, to wake up and do something in this life that puts me in a position to be better than I was the day before. Learn something and grow, develop in some area in my life because I've learned that I, I don't get in this life what I want. I get in this life who I am and what I'm able to become. I can say I want something all day long, but until I become the person capable of doing it is just wishing. So I put in the work. I train, I develop, I learn, I read, I write. All of the things that I've accomplished comes from a consistent effort to be better, 
a consistent effort to make an impact, a consistent effort to be a part of solutions, not just in my world and in my life, but for as many people as I can help, because I understand the powerful law of reciprocity. I understand how me serving and putting and pouring into the lives of others would return to me. And so it's this thing. What are you doing with your life? Stop giving yourself a pass just to exist. Stop making up excuses and justifying something in the truth. If you're really truthful, honest, true, truthful and honest with yourself, you will tell yourself, you know, you can do better. And if you're honest with yourself and you ask yourself, can I do better? And the answer is honestly, yes. Then you are failing yourself. You are failing your family. You are failing God. You are failing the designer. It's that simple. Pick up your head, pick up your vision, dust it off, pick up your drive and rekindle it and put in the work. It's that simple. I'm going to leave you on this note. You got on, on a good note between 75 and 95 years on this planet, if everything goes well. Some some will get a few, uh, a few more years, some will get a lot less. The thing is, you don't know when that day is coming. So you don't get to put off for tomorrow what you're going to do today. That's how procrastination takes place. It comes from a place of arrogance that thinks you know how long you have. See, that's what procrastination is. It's the arrogance that believes I can put off for tomorrow what I should be doing today and get it done tomorrow. It's the arrogance of believing that tomorrow is promised. Don't take your, 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 your gifts to the grave with you. Don't take your potential to the grave with you. Make today the day that you change your life. Make today that day that you sit up and you look back 20 years from now and say, man, I'm so grateful that I decided to raise the standards of my performance, to raise the standards of my expectations for myself, to raise the level of accountability that I'm applying to myself in this life because the reward has been so tremendous. I've left, I am leaving this world a legacy and I'm going to keep building until I leave. I tell her, you know what I say, Almost after every speech, after every video, it's simply I live my life on full so that when I leave this place, I die on E. I'm challenging you to do the same thing. Don't forget, if you're looking to work for me, check out the description box. If you want to check out that new Savage in Six, email me. On that note, I'm out of here.